Josh, this episode of Bromley Lynch is brought to you by Jealous Craig and Ballarat. Send they're looking after us and they will look after you. For buying, selling, renting any house in Ballarat, use Jealous Craig. Sam, we said when we'd get to 500 followers on Spotify and iTunes, mum would cook us our favourite meal. And guess what, Josh? I'm feeling pretty full. Why is that? Because we got there. But we don't stop here. We don't. Because we had our favourite meal, but now we want our favourite drive through yep. McDonald's. We do. Mum said she'd take us through McDonald's if we get more followers. Subscribe on iTunes. Follow on Spotify. Keep listening. Get us fed. Welcome to Noosa Springs. You're speaking with Martine. Sorry, who am I speaking to? Martine. Ma- Martine, how are you going? How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Um, my name's Sam. I was wondering if you would uh, be happy to answer a question today. Mm, yes. Um, what is a job that you're glad you never have to do again? Car detailing. Car detailing. Okay. I have done car detailing as well. Is it, is it because of all the chemicals that you have to use? It was way back in the 70s. So it was dirty overalls chemicals. And being told when to have a break by a hotel. Oh, yeah. No, I, I can appreciate that. I can very <laughs> much appreciate that. And it just seems like you just can't believe how dirty some cars get, can you? No. It's remarkable. Well, thank you very much, Martine, for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Have a good Cheers. day. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Sam, Bromley Lynch is like the morning paper. It's got your personal column. It's got your news. And it's got your quiz, Josh. This, this is Bromley Lynch. Lynch. Sam, remember when we did car detailing? So this is when we got uh, summons up to Darwin to uh, Fat Camp uh, to Fat Camp because we got a bit large and, and we just lost our lost our way a bit, didn't we? And Mum Jenny just thought, "Now nah, bugger these two! I've given them everything. I'm sending them straight up to Darwin." Okay, so we went up to Darwin. Dad drove. Yep. Dad drove. He took us to and a mate of ours, Paddy Doyle. He's still up there. That's he's, 10, 11 years ago. We came back because we couldn't get off mummy's teat. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> we needed to come back home. But the first job we got when we were there, what, what, a, what a classic like coincidence. We're doing a job together. Car detailing. Car detailing, Josh. In exterior and interior. Frank's car wash. Set Frank's car wash. We we didn't just do exterior, okay? Interior. Yeah, well inside and outside. And these were cars getting detailed to obviously go and get sold, weren't they? Resale. Yeah, resale. That was a tough job. Like Martine said, the chemicals. You you always felt a bit strange walking out of that joint. You did. And you realise now it was probably due to the chemicals. You needed a swim. Yeah. <laughs> you needed a swim. You did. Uh, Josh, it got me to think. The the reason I asked this question is because I've been doing some, um, I suppose, reflection on some jobs that I've had in my time. And, of course, through uni, school, you have jobs because you've got to keep afloat. Yep. Somehow you've got to keep afloat mm. um, and you've got to keep up with all your – your tradie mates mm-hmm. with all their spending. So yeah. you've got you to work as well while you're doing uni. Yeah. And Josh, uni and holiday jobs. Yeah. Some classifications yeah. on what I would call a uni or a holiday job. Okay. So they usually consist of expiry dates. So usually yeah. it's like an event. Yeah. Oh, yes. So it's only got four weeks of work. Yeah. But usually you- with a friend. Yeah. So you're usually going with a friend and doing this job? 100%. Usually either they are massive hours or they are limited hours. 
Okay, so they're either your four yeah. or they could be up to your 10 hour 10 shifts. to 12 hour yeah, shifts. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it just never seems to be middle ground. No. So there is no eight hour shift in a uni. No. One of these job. jobs that I'm glad I never have to do again is the Winter Wonderland slide operator <laughs> in Ballarat Central. <laughs> So it was 2017 yeah. and I was in my second or third year of uni yeah. and needed some some cash. Some cash so decided to do the – saw the signs for the Winter Wonderland um, extravaganza in, in Ballarat's <laughs> Central on Sturt Street there yeah. and just near the Jealous Craig officers. And um, – <laughs> And it was the four, It was the middle school holidays, so it was the middle of July Set in Ballarat, the cold. middle depths of winter in Ballarat. Which, for those that are listening, Ballarat's an extremely cold place mm-hmm. in those months, yeah. like freezing. Yeah. So it was hit. It hit all the markers. Expiry date fourteen day. It was a fourteen day um, well, crash festival. Well, Sam, it was the school holidays, was it not? It was the school holidays. So Josh, busy, busy because it's a slide fun. Yeah. Josh, it was centered around an event. Yeah. Ballarat Winter Festival yeah. was the event. Yeah. And with a friend, yes, it was. It was with Hamish. Yeah. So our job was um, descending. He was the descending slide director and I was the ascending coordinator. So I would be at the bottom of the slide making sure that the the young patrons using the slide would be go up in an orderly fashion and Hamish would ensure that they come down once a, one at a time descending down the slide. We had a walkie-talkie to yes. make sure that, <laughs> that each person was and it, we, we to give each other messages. And see, I think the walkie-talkie was not necessary, wasn't it? Not at it was, all. Sam, it was a 10-metre slide. It wasn't one of those like huge slides you see at Wet and Wild or anything like that. It was literally, you could have just given the old thumbs up, the other thumbs th- down, ready to go. The other um, parameter that this hit, Josh, was the, the time. So it was only four-hour shifts. Oh, Four-hour shifts. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, the the event planners at uh, Winter Wonderland Ballarat yeah. didn't see that the weather was going to be an issue. <laughs> I mean, you've got an inflatable, massive inflatable slide, so it gets wet, yeah, and it also is um, exposed to a lot of wind, yeah. So as soon as it got over like twenty or thirty k's an hour, which is very regular around that down that Sturt Street in Ballarat, oh yeah, uh, you'd have to put the slide down, and it's gone, and the slide's well, fun, gone. Fun's gone. Fun's for the kids. Gone. Also, parents wouldn't have been happy. So you've probably got to deal with some angry parents thinking, I've got an hour here to take my kids to the slide, do 10 or 15 runs, and then they get their slides down. Did you have to ever deal with any parents? Uh, just They were just watching and yeah. it would be their chance to go and get a coffee, yeah. whatever it might be. Mm. So Josh, Hamish and I were babysitters. Yeah. <laughs> we were glorified babysitters. And it, it was... Not the not the greatest job in the world. I remember there was some really bleak times when, no, like, it was so cold that no kids would come out. And I went and got rid of my post, and I went up the slide, and I went and hid in the corner of the slide, protected from the wind, and had a little kit for about, for about five or ten. Maybe he's got vision of if we could find vision of you on the slide sleeping whilst on whilst on the on the payroll on the payroll yeah yeah on the payroll you were asleep absolutely I was and do you know what followed on from that so this is what i reckon also classifies as a as a uni job or a part time job the I, I believe the manager of the place said we Hamish Sam we need a person to look after the slide at night time just from security yeah security we need a person at 7 till 10 o'clock 
to look after the slide. It's deflated, but we just need, and there's like a boundary around it, but we need someone to look after it, making sure no one comes around with a not, like with anything sharp to try and pop a hole in it, whatever it might be, or vandalise the, the property. Sam, you weren't really keen no, on I was security. no bouncer. No, you were no bouncer. You were no bouncer. Hamish took this opportunity, so yeah, I'm going to do it. So Hamish parked his car at about 7 o'clock at night on a freezing July morning, uh, July night, and we as a few mates thought this is a perfect time to play a little prank on Hamish. So what we did was we got all in the car, we went down to the slide, put young Tommy, our little brother, and we dropped him up the top of Sturt Street. He walked down with a hood on, climbed we parked and then we got into the street, parked behind Hamish where Hamish's car was and he was watching Netflix. <laughs> he was watching Netflix on his laptop. So he said, Tommy, go down and just go play with the play with the slide a little bit. Like jump the jump the rope, play with the slide a little bit. So we parked behind Hamish with water balloons. Yeah. Yeah. So the first thing we watch we watch Tommy climb the fence, a little fence. And go and start to touch the touch the slide a little bit. And Hamish sort of like peeks his little head out the window thinking, oh no, I've actually got to do something here. <laughs> he thought he was going to be watching Netflix all night. And then all of a sudden Tommy started like really playing with the, the jumping castle. Hamish leaves his post, starts, starts strolling over. And we just come out of the car with like four water balloons each and smash Hamish with water balloons. <laughs> Which is not something you want to do in, uh, in confront with oh, in the middle of winter in God, Ballarat. no. But like, look, that was hilarious. Josh, you got me thinking about another job that I'm glad I never have to do. Yeah. And I will call it the logistics gatekeeper at the Australian Open event oh, that in was 2018. Yeah, that was fun. Um, so obviously hits the parameters. Yeah. Event, Australian Open. Yeah. It was a one-month gig, yeah. two weeks of the event. A week of bump in and bump out. Yeah, they, lo- they love the terms bump in and bump oh, out. Oh, they the bump in and bump out. That's what those people are bred for: bumping jo- in, bumping out. And it had friends and family. So Josh, you were involved yeah. in another part of the the uh, organisation. Cousin Maddie was there. Younger brother Tom Hamish again yeah. was with us as well. And then in bump out there was Rupert and Ted. Um, so we had a really. It was a really like a friends event. I was Sam. I got so good at. Cable tying. Yeah. Like the cable ties, but what I in bump in, cable tie, cable tie, cable tie. I'm cable tying the whole entire Australian Open yeah. pretty much. But then bump out, what do I have to do with the cable ties? You have to cut them. You have to cut them off. Yeah. Okay. So, you, you know, undoing all your good work. Yeah. At the end of, you know, well done, Rog, he's won. Yeah. But I've still got to undo the cable ties. So for those listening, a bump in is like the week up to an event yeah. where you're getting all your um, organisation, you're getting all the facilities it, and everything in. It's the week where event managers lose their shit. It's somehow like you've got a week to just get everything done. And why do they only give you a week? Obviously, it's because of regulations. You're hiring out facilities like Burang Ma, yeah. uh, like all of the open. So you're like, from this specific date, we've got to do this. And they're bringing in cranes and trucks. And then bump out yeah. is the week <laughs> after the event when when uh, you have to just get everything out. Make it look like you've never been there, quick. like it's untouched. And quick. it's quick. And it's quick. So, Josh, my job was, I'm going to call it logistics gatekeeper. So, I, I was uh, tasked with ensuring that all the truck drivers yeah. and uh, the trades had the proper permits to come into the event area. Yeah. 
which is not a great job to be doing because truck drivers are in a rush. Yeah. They're in a rush yeah. and nothing is stopping them from delivering their package and their goods. No, nah, it's their time. Until you get Sam Bromley Lynch on the gate <laughs> and they don't have the correct uh, passes to get into the facilities. Yeah. Few expletives <laughs> thrown my way uh, when told that they had to go and get the required pass, which was around another gate, which would take them at least an hour to try and do. And my always my line was, look, mate, it's no skin off my nose. If it was up to me, I'd let you straight in. But my boss is just over there and they're watching. So unfortunately, you can't come in at the moment. As I said... <laughs> No skin off my nose. If you would come, if if it was up to me, you'd be straight in. But this is just the way it is, and that my boss is over there watching. So that was my job to ensure that the truck drivers and different trades had the required documentation to get in. Sam, and you were studying media and communication. What a time! And like what practice in communication that is. Unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? Like you think it's got nothing to do with media, it's got nothing to do with communication. I, Sam, you learned a lot. And the bigger the truck, the more pissed off they usually got <laughs> as well. And you'd see these you'd see these massive trucks just zoom <laughs> off Olympic Boulevard yeah. and you would think, oh no, they definitely don't have the right fucking documentation. <laughs> And I'm going to have to tell them that they don't have it. <laughs> and they're going to have to backtrack about an hour. And I remember in your voice when you're doing the walkie-talkie to the guy that's like lets the logistics officer. Yeah. And you're like, sure, you can't, we can't let this guy in. He's just going to be quick. And then he would do his job, obviously. Yeah. And I could tell that you were just going to you're, – you're, you're not wanting to have the conversation that you know you're in, like inevitably no, going to I'm trying to choose harmony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying Which to. It's no place for a bump in, bump out. No, Australian no. Open is harmony. There's no, no such thing as harmonious. Uh, I suppose behaviour. <laughs> bump in and bump no. out. Sam, I reckon on that. I've I've got a job that I didn't want to do. Oh, you're glad you don't have to oh, do it I'm again. I'm glad I don't have to do it again. And it was scaffolders labourer, <laughs> scaffolding labourer. And I'm a boy from Ballarat who d- rarely did any sort of labour. Uh, the most amount of labour I did was like. Tackling you and Tommy in the backyard. Yeah. That's about the, uh, the most vigorous labour I did, okay? Uh, it was like putting up and packing down the table tennis table at home. That's about the only labour I did. Sam, I don't know if people have been to Darwin in October, November, December, January, Feb, but it is hot and it is humid. Oh, yeah. Okay. So for a kid doing his first bit of labouring, walking around a job site in Humpty Doo, in Northern Territory. And that is not a made-up place. That no, is no, that an is an actual place. Uh, Sam, that is Humpty Doo. Sam, Humpty, Humpty Doo is a joint... Uh, shout out to all those people that live in Humpty Doo. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be listening. But it's a place... Look, it could have really picked up. Yeah. But there was about five of us labourers who none of us wanted to be there. There was a rotation... I reckon everyone had a day off. Yeah. Wasn't that right? We had a carpool and each day you would have one person just have a sickie. Yeah. Because the job was tough. It's a tough job. It was a tough job and it's a job that I'll never do again. Like there's just no way in the world. No. But do you know what I do, Sam? Do you know what I do do? Every now and then when I walk past the job site, I have a look at the scaffold. You would, Josh. And see, have they done it right? Uh, what do they got here? Have they got the is it the the trannies, the ledgers, the yep. five stars? Yep. Uh, I love looking at that and appreciate no the standards, no, it's the, standards yep. appreciating a good bit of scaffold. 
So that's something, you know, at that time, this just sucks. But now, when I walk past the job site, I can't help but think critiquing the scaffolding. That was a tough job. Sam, that was and I think you learn a lot from these jobs that you never want to do again. 100%. Because you learn that you never want to do them again. 100%. And, and it's by learning by doing. Yeah, it is. It learning is. by doing but knowing what you don't want to do. Exactly. Yeah, it's b- bizarre. Sam, speaking of Humpty Doo, now... This is a bit of news for you. Sam, I was looking at... What a transition. Yeah, I know. This is unbelievable transition. So, Sam, I looked up and I was just wandering around the internet as you do, mm-hmm. you know. Scrolling. Pe- scrolling. Scrolling. Uh, the rudest places in Britain. The rudest named places in Britain. I like it. Yeah. You like this? You like so, this there's stuff. Humpty Doo in Australia. Yeah, is that that rude though? Well, it's, you know, it's not rude, but it's funny. Yeah. You know, Humpty Doo. Yeah. You know, that is like, no one can think that's not a funny name. Yeah. Okay. Like, Sam, here are some of the names of some peculiar towns named in Britain. Down south, drivers may pass through Donkey Town. Donkey Town. Curry Mallet, Brown Willie, and Loose Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, if you go further, further east, <laughs> Shitterton. <laughs> Shitterton. Yeah. They have created – so they've had to make a stone sign now because so many people were just stealing and, and nicking off all the, the signs that were made for these – when you enter Shitterton. Is that a place you really want to enter? Shitterton. Shitterton. That's, Sam, so surely people are stealing those and putting them up above the toilet. Oh, 100%. Sure. This, is, this is where the Shitterton is. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> apparently these places are beautiful. Finger and home. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, there's a place called Finger and home. And it has some saucy connotations, obviously, but the area in Colchester, an hour from London. So if you want to... <laughs> Sam, it's apparently great because it's applauded for its <sighs> green walk. <laughs> green <laughs> Is this finger and hoe? Sam, it's finger and hoe. How, how do you spell it? <sighs> F I N G R I N G H O E, and it's an actual place. It's a place. And it's and it's known for its impeccable hiking and green walks. Further ahead is Bitchfield. <laughs> Beautiful walks. Only around Bitchfield. Um, and then if you really wanted to go and cross the border, you'd go to Twat in Scotland. <laughs> okay, so Twat in Scotland. <laughs> Sam, it got me thinking about, so that's over in Britain, obviously. And then you mentioned, we mentioned Humpty Doo before. So then I looked up some of the funny names in Australia and there are some classics. Yeah. Okay. But I want to put this one to you. Especially in Tasmania, there's quite a number that we could choose from. But I want to create like a tourism ad campaign for the Tasmanian places that are said on this list. And I want us two to do it. Okay. And we want to do, I want us to do like a tourism ad. Okay. If we can go away for five minutes and put together a little tourism ad mentioning five or six of these different places, like an itinerary. Okay. So, Josh, you're going to give me. And you, these names of places in Tasmania, and we're going to go and make a 30-second ad read. I'm thinking like a 30-second ad 
uh, we put our heads together yep. and we create like a tourism promo ad for yep. these, these different four or five places. Would you like to do that? I'd love to do that. Okay, well, let's do that. I found some of the great Tasmanian names or some of the obscure, peculiar Tasmanian names of t- Tasmanian places. So we put our heads together for five minutes and we have done like a, a tourism advert for Tasmania. We have. With these places. We have. Okay. And, you know, we might get sponsored by Tasmania. Gosh, you never know. This might be our chance to be tourism podcasters. Then they might get an AFL team. They might. Yes. You never know. This is their, this is their in. Yeah, this is their in. Sim, would you like to start? So we're going to read out, it might take 20 to 30 seconds. Our ad campaign. Our ad campaign for some of the best places to visit in the beautiful, majestic... Lovely Tasmania. Lockdowns are over. Go and jump on the Spirit of Tassie to visit some of the state's most wonderful destinations. Get yourself a juicy van and bask in the beauty of Funny Knob Creek. Don't bore yourself with the mainstream cradle mountain. Rather go discover the fine culinary establishment of Granny's Gut. Venture south, pack a jumper and cosy up next to your loved one in Stumpy's Bottom. Head north from the bottom hole, up the hill, and wave hello to the locals of Mossy Nipple Bend. Tasmania, the place to be. Brilliant. Brilliant. Sam, as if you wouldn't want that as your little slogan. Sam, these, oh, we're not taking the piss here. Like, these are real places. We looked them up. We made sure they were actual places uh, that in Tasmania. Even the places in Britain. They were real. They were all real, okay? We don't make this stuff up on the Bromwich podcast, okay? Mm. But you know what, Sam? We've just, we haven't just, you know, just started everyone. We've battery charged Tasmania. We have. That's what we're here to do. We've, we've battery charged the locals of Mossy Nipple Bend. Sam, the people of Stumpy's Bottom wouldn't, could not be happier. They're ready to open their restaurants oh, to the are. people of the main, mainland Australia. Sam, get down there. Sam, we're rich. We've <laughs> got a sponsor. So what do you do when you're rich and you've got a sponsor? You buy a house. We think about buying a house. Yep. And Sam, how are we going to think about buying a house and who are we going to go to? Well, Josh, we're from Ballarat originally. Yep. Okay. And we would love to buy a house in Ballarat. Yep. And the only people I would go to in Ballarat are Jealous Cray. Sam, why are they called... Jealous Craig Because everyone's bloody jealous of him Josh Yeah And are you gonna Are you going to be talking to a bloke called Craig Uh, Potentially Yeah But there's also some great people like Matt Yeah Down there Jealous Craig They'll look after you And Sam now that we're rich They'll look after after us us. Do you reckon What do you reckon House around the lake The lake is like the tour rack of (laughs) Ballarat Yeah Everyone wants a house on the lake Yeah And I think Jealous Craig can get us there Josh Get the Bromley Lynch a house in Ballarat on the lake So for all your property needs Please support the team that supports us Jealous Craig Ballarat. Jealous Craig. Sam, I think what we could do now is go on to the quiz. Sam, let's have a think about it. We had Tom Boyd on last week. We did. He got 94. He was telling us afterwards he got 94 on his ATAR. He did. Yeah, but he is, out of everyone that's been on the quiz... Lowest marks. He is, Josh. Yeah. He is. Yeah. But he, I, I saw something in Tom Boyd's eye saying, I'm coming back for retribution. He, he will be. He will be back. Yeah. Because he, he's, he's got a, a healthy, um, competitive spirit yep. to himself and yep. he wants to get back up on that leaderboard. Oh, for sure. So, Sam, this week 
we're going back to the the OG. It's you and I. You and I, baby. You and I. Yeah. Yeah. We we did try a few guests, but they don't. McConaughey be- was busy. Uh. Ben Affleck, yeah, busy with J Lo, yeah. We asked J Lo first, and yeah. then Ben Affleck, but they'll both busy. Uh, who else did we ask? Julie Ken, Gillard. Julie Gillard. She busy. said no. Busy. They're all busy. Next week. Question one, Josh. Affairs that are current. Which famous NBA basketball player attended the Geelong Cats versus Western Bulldogs AFL game recently? Now this was a couple of weeks ago, I reckon, yeah. and it was around the time. Where there was a big fight on. Yes. And I reckon he was coming out to watch his friend fight. Oh, in a boxing yes, match. like the boxing match. Sam, I reckon this is Damian Lillard. Correct. Sam, he's a six-time All-Star. Was seen taking in the action at Marvel Stadium the other Friday night. All what they, they do love, the Channel 7 cameras love when there's an AFR, uh, there's an NBA or like a global superstar. They do. At the football. One of one. Question two. Who did the, the Queen appear with in a top secret skit that was aired during her Platinum Jubilee celebration. Oh, I have no idea. Do you? i got no idea. I, did, I was actually a, a bit disappointed I didn't pay a bit more attention to the Platinum Jubilee. Yeah. I kind of like the Royals. I think... I, I liked when the weddings were on. I don't mind the weddings. Yeah, the weddings I don't know about the, the Jubilee. It's a good effort, though. 70 years on the throne. Well, That's a long time Sam, in shit, isn't Actually, to say this the other day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sam, I was actually asking the uh, the students at school the other day. I'm like, You're a, I actually asked a question. I don't know if this is a bit morbid, but who reckons the Queen will make 100? <laughs> <laughs> She's 96. Uh, a couple of them put their hand up and thinks, yeah, she would make 100. She'd have daily doctor visits. Oh, yeah. Big time. Uh, Sam, who did the Queen appear with in Top Secret Skit? I actually there? have no idea. Um, top Secret. Like top Secret. Simon so I'm Cowell. Thinking, no, I'm thinking Top Secret. So I'm thinking like a, a Daniel Craig. Okay. Like 007. Like 007. Yep. Maybe Daniel Craig, Espe- who's played Espionage, yep. who's played 007 before. Oh, Paddington Bear. Not even. <laughs> Not even close. Sweet. The skits featured the monarch hosting the beloved character for tea and revealing what she keeps in her trusty handbag. Josh, we've had a late comer into the quiz. Welcome. Yeah. Um, Dill Buckley. Hey. How are we? Always late. No, I wasn't late this morning. I actually had something happen at home. You know what's funny? Yeah. So you know when you... It's actually not funny, but I was on my way to work. So every morning, Tofu Princess and I jazz. Yeah. You know jazz, the queen oh, of the office. Queen of the office. Queen of the office. Boss of the office. She, we, we get up, try and get up every morning and go for a walk. Take the dog for a walk. How far? Well, I I know because she normally comes in the office later. So we get up and we just walk around, throw the ball, get a coffee, wholesome, you know, married life. And I got there and last night I got in the shower and I was like, I need to have a shave. Because you know when you have a shave and it gets a bit like, your beard gets a bit sore? It starts getting like that, like itchy sore. Happens all the time. You two might not actually understand (laughs) what I'm talking about. (laughs) And to be honest, it gets to this point where I don't think you'll actually understand what I'm talking about. Um, And... I had a shave last night and I was like, fuck, I'm so sick of shaving in the sink because it gets dirty in the sink. Yes, it does. So I was like, I'm going to shave in the shower. Yeah. But there's no mirror in the shower. So I shaved in the mirror and I was like, I 100% got everything all good, good to go. Got up this morning, went for a walk and I left like six patches like all over. Looks a lot like yours does now. Yes. Like that looks a lot like yours does now. Cheap whack. Yeah, cheap (laughs) whack. That's all right. So I was wondering, had that ever happened to you guys? Uh, Yes, it has occasionally. You've left something on your top lip. You know what? I was actually working yesterday and I work for like a company and we deal with some That's good. high, would you call them talent? You talk talent, yeah. Yes. 
And I don't know if you I can name I, can, I don't know if I can name him, but no, go for it. Hamish McLaughlin. Yeah. yeah. He kept fucking paying my moustache out. <laughs> no, don't do that. Saying that I, I left a bet, I lost a bet and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> to was, me? Yeah, well, then I told him I was, so people can tell me and my twin brother apart. Mm. So, oh, you obviously lost a bet then. Mm, <laughs> it's not nice. It's no, nice. it hasn't happened to me all that often, no deal, really. Like, because I don't have that much facial yeah. hair, yeah. as you can see. You look good. Thanks, mate. What do you reckon that, like... When do you grow out of the like trying to grow a mustache phase? Uh, I'm out well, of it now. I'm, I'm 29. So I'm 28. So I reckon I'm next year. I'm probably two years away. Yeah. Yep. I was actually having, <laughs> actually, I was reflecting. This is funny because I was thinking yesterday, I'm like, maybe I should, maybe I should shave my mustache. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I'm a big fan of like, for me personally, my biggest thing with facial hair is like keeping it all one length. Yeah. But not going to the skin. So I've got like, plug for them, I've got a manscaped. Thing, yeah, not sponsored, no, but we'd love it, yeah, we so love it, did. yeah. Um, a manscaped shaver, and I put like the one mil <sighs> on, so yep. it's not to the skin, yep. so it's, it's literally what it is now. I yep. shave this morning, yeah, most of that, yeah, so that's what I was doing. But sorry, what I was saying is with your mustaches, mm-hmm. yeah. if you don't mind some mm-hmm. feedback, what I would do is get a um, get a so like on the, the like a shaver, you can have like one mil, two mil, three mil, four mil. Right? Yeah. yeah. And what annoys me with mustaches, yours are actually quite good, I'll be honest. They're quite no. like puby, but they're pretty good. <laughs> you know when someone has a mustache and they're just like long as bits, short bits, long yeah, as yeah. short bits, okay? Yeah. I would get over and go like, mate, can you just come over to my place and I'll just run the formula over that and we'll, we'll clean it all up a bit. Like, yeah. So all the long bits go off. They go. And you just sort of make we need it a some bit man, more. We need some manscaped. Yeah. We need some manscaped. Because we'll oh, I haven't over. got the full, I haven't yeah. got the formula. I've only no, got the zero. I've got, you see, you know what I'm saying? Though you sort of yeah. run it. It's like a shaved head. Yeah. You just sh- you yeah. run it over. I get what you're saying. Bits. Maybe we yeah. should we should talk about that later. Yeah. Now, <laughs> Dil, sorry, obviously sorry. You're, <laughs> opening segment. You're a, you're obviously a big listener to the quiz. I love it. And we've quiz. had some, yeah, some great. Had, Tom Boyd was shit ass. Tom Boyd, he didn't do very well. <laughs> no. uh, Daniel Gorringe went pretty well. Did Chloe really? Malloy. Yeah. Uh, Chloe Malloy was great. Chloe, Ryan Shelton and obviously Nick, Nick Butler. He was on it. He was I, didn't so to no, I didn't listen to that one. So here is the leaderboard so far. So we've got on seven, Nick Butler, Gorringe. He got seven. He's yeah. actually a dumb smart Chloe, guy. So Chloe annoying. Malloy, six, Ryan Shelton, five, Tom Boyd. Uh, what did he get? Uh, he got five. five. I just said it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you've yeah. come in late because I've already asked two questions. Yeah. Oh, shit. So I reckon his score goes to – so we, we're one of two. Yeah. So we'll give you one. What were the questions anyway? And I'll, no, why don't you ask them again to me just quickly? Well, who oh, was at the footy on a few weeks ago? Uh, Dame Lillard. Yeah, well yep. done. And, and who <laughs> showed up with uh, the Queen at uh, Dylan Alcott? Jubilee? No. no. So, so we have one or two. Her Platinum Jubilee. Who did Top Secret skit that was aired during the Platinum Jubilee celebration? I, I, I know you okay. Elton John. No, I know you okay. I don't reckon you'll get that answer. I don't even know who that is. Who was it? Uh, it was Paddington Bear. Oh, I knew, I knew that. Yeah, I actually okay. knew that. Yeah. That's what they all say. Are you ready for the quiz? That. Question three. Come on. Yeah. And this is teamwork, Dill. So oh, we work together. Yeah, yeah. we work okay. together. So no more. Great. So no who's more, got the answers? Uh, we've got it next on the slide. On next okay. slide. So no more moustache jokes. Uh, question three. What happened to the Mona Lisa recently? Now, I think I know this. And I think someone dressed up as a old person in a wheelchair... Yeah. And threw a cake at the Mona Lisa. Is that right? Yeah, I feel like that would be such big news. No, nah, no, nah, it was it was pretty big. I think it was a cake or some sort of dessert. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. The Mona Lisa survived unharmed when a visitor to the 
a visitor to the Louvre in Paris tried to smash the glass oh. protecting the world's famous Shit. painting before smearing cake across it. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's correct. That's yeah. correct. That's Fantastic. that's good. Two, so or three. two or three. Two or three. Have you been to the uh, Actually, I've been the to the Louvre, yeah. What do you reckon of the Mona Lisa? I didn't see it. Oh well, no! I just couldn't be bothered. It was just too long of a line. So you went it's all a long the way. way to go. Yeah, I don't yeah, mind that by you though. Like, I it's, oh, it's not that good. It's pretty small. It's a, it's a lot smaller in real life than you think. Yeah. yeah. So, bit like what people say about it's a bit yeah. like what people say about the Bromley Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question four, uh, two of three. Who plays Imperator? Imperator, Furiosa. In the 2015 film Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, that's that would be. Is it Tom Hardy? No. Oh, it's either. T- so the old Mad Max was. Mel Gibson? Mel, nah, yeah. But who else is in it as well? The guy with the bald head. There's another bald head guy in it. Not Bruce. I, right. I reckon you're right with Tom Hardy, but there's a. Not Channing Tatum? Bruce Willis is in oh, yeah. one of them. Is he? I'm, I'm I think pretty you're sure. Right. Do, what what do we want to go with? He's not in the 2015 one. I haven't seen it, but I don't think he's in the 2015 one. Do we want to lock in Tom Hardy? I reckon I'm confident with that. Charlize Theron. Sweet. Not even close. Sweet. I knew she was in it, actually, but I just didn't know who the character was. Okay. Sorry about that. She was born in South Africa. I knew that, actually. Question five. We are two two of four. four. I knew that. Which of these songs has the most listens on Spotify? Powderfinger, My Happiness... Paul Kelly, How to Make the Gravy, and Daryl Brathwaite, or Brathwaite, oh, Horses. I fucking hate that song. Yeah, I'm so not a big much. fan of that as song. As much as I hate to say it, I'm just thinking about how many people would play Horses. I know. Yeah, I but how many people, but think about the, um, how many plays it gets, How to Make the Gravy, around December and but Christmas the Horses time. around like Spring Carnival time. That's when I go into hibernation. I just turn off social media. I'm just like, I hate everyone. Yeah. yeah. The, the horses stuff. But, but yeah. who do we think has had the most listens? Powderfinger were huge. I'll just but say, yeah, I'll, I'll actually reckon Powderfinger. And it's probably their biggest song, isn't it? Yeah. Let's lock in Powderfinger. Do you want to go Powderfinger? If you guys do. No, no, no. This is you. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go Powderfinger. Daryl Braith. Oh, hey, Powderfinger. Yes. yes. Powderfinger, well done. So, yes. 58 million. Yep. Dale Braithwaite, 55 million. Paul Kelly, How to Make Gravy, 31 million. That's, Jeez, unders. that's unders. That's yeah. unders. Great song. Oh, yeah. Great song. Uh, we are three of five. Entertainment, art, and sport. Mm-hmm. Which of these Steven Spielberg movies has the higher IMDb score? Oh, I love this. This is this. a good question. So we've got Jurassic Park, 1993. Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ooh. Or Catch Me If You Can. Ooh. What? Do you know what's hard with this as well? Think about it like this, right? Mm. It's not so much what the rating is or what we give it or what we think it is, but you've got to think how popular the movie is and how many people will be voting on it. Mm. So straight away you go Jurassic Park out of those three is probably the most popular, yeah. like the most well-known. Yes. So it's going to have more people jumping in. I don't really like Jurassic Park, so no, I wouldn't either. be giving it a good score. So so I'm thinking it's not that high, but it's probably the most well-known out of them. Mind my ignorance here, but is IMDb, do you... Is it from people? Your own account. So you just you rate it yourself. Yeah. Uh, I reckon it might be. If I was to guess, I reckon it's catch me if you can. I'm I'm gonna say that too, just because it's like a niche film that like only people that watch it would really like it and rate it. And I believe that I reckon I've seen it. Like I've looked up the top two hundred. Yeah. I reckon it might be in there. I feel like. Or was the other one? Indiana Jones. I think it's Indiana Jones. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Maybe it is. Actually, I'm gonna go. I don't know. I'm happy to go with that ever because I had the last one, but I reckon it's catch me if you can. We'll go with the guest. We always tend to go with the guest. 
Indiana Jones. Fuck. 8.4. 8.4. Jurassic Park, 8.2. Catch me if you um, can. How eight. much longer does this go for this quiz? Just got a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Just get a what time's your meeting? 9.30. <laughs> so what do we do? <laughs> you are a fucking idiot. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, Dylan. Well, this is a meeting about you guys, so I'm... You know, okay. Someone's well, bat for us. Yeah, thank you. Bat yeah. for us. Get in there. Okay, so Dylan has just actually had to go to a meeting. Um, we will allow it. Yeah. He's the boss. <laughs> Sam, we are... Plus Dylan, we are three of six. Sort of what happened in Dylan's football career, isn't it? Once the going got a bit tough, he got going. Sam, question seven. What is the difference between magma, liquid hot magma, and lava? Lava is a liquid. Mm. Magma is a gas. I'm going to go with. Jeez. If you get that, Sam. Magma is molten rock and is under the Earth's crust and lava is molten rock on the Earth's surface. So no, we didn't so get no. that. But I like the crack that you gave because I had I no idea. People might get around me for that one. Yeah, hundred percent. They should. They, they should. should. I like that you had a get. It's like the kid in and school was, that I, puts her hand up, trembling. Yeah, but has a crack, gets it wrong. Okay. Question eight. We are four of seven. Yeah, three. Three of seven. Jeez. What country is Etihad Airways headquartered in? The UAE. Let's go with the UAE. Do you want to go quick on that? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah, correct. Sam, that's a big, well done. That's a big that's one. That's a big one, Josh. Well done. For so the name Etihad is Arabic for United. Nice. I didn't know that. Like we are Etihad here, yes, aren't we? We are. Uh, question nine, four of eight. Which country shares borders with both North Korea and Norway? Oh, Russia. Have to. If it spreads that wide, has to be Russia. Has to be Russia. Has to be Russia. Sam, if you were to put money on this, if you were putting your whole cold hard cash on this, what would it be? I'd have to go Russia. Has to be Russia. Russia is Russia. Sam, this is good. Good. Well done. Border with North Korea in the southeast of the country and borders with Northway in the northwest of the country. Massive. It's a good. It's a big place. Yeah. It's a massive place. Imagine some of the names of those towns. Oh. (laughs) We could not pronounce them. No. Question 10. Bonus question. We are five. Mm-hmm. Five of nine. Yeah. Which Australian snake is considered the most venomous snake in the world? All right. So I had a person come in a couple of weeks ago and he was as close to a Steve Irwin clone as I've ever seen. Okay. And he definitely mentioned something about this, but I was too busy trying to keep the boys in the corner quiet. Is it the tiger snake? I reckon it might be the tiger or the brown snake. But I reckon it might be the tiger snake. It's one of those two. I know you want to stay away from both of those. For some reason I'm thinking I'm leaning towards brown snake. Gonna go brown snake. Let's go brown snake. Inland Taipan. Okay, that sounds that sounds ven- venomous. Yeah. Inland Taipan. It is estimated that one bite possesses enough lethality to kill at least a hundred fully grown humans. That is a, so. The fact that it's inland, we live on the coast, Sam. That's a good thing. It's good for us because that's not going near us. God, that's, that's a scary. scary. That oh. is scary. That's a scary proposition. Yeah. That is disgusting how scary that is. Josh, we finished on five. Five out of ten, which I'm not too bad about. And 
We, it was it was hit with a bit of trauma yeah. there with deal in, deal out. Yeah. So I reckon five out of ten is not a bad score at all. Pretty good score. Yeah. Pretty Sam, what do you got for the week ahead? Uh, the week ahead, Josh, I have work, play. Mm. I know that we'll have some tourism ads to produce yes. as well after, yes. after this. Yes. So if you're a tourism uh, company, if you're... Uh, representative of a state or a country, and you want us to write your ads? Yes, we feel free to hit us up, and Sam, we'll do it, and we'll we'll deliver. Sam, we'll do it with passion. We'll do it with. Ta- we'll do it like we live in that place. Vigor, yeah, like we live in Granny's gut. Yes, like nipple gross bend. Josh, I love you. I love you too. Have a great week. You too. Thanks for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, then it would be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review, or even share with your friends. If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggestions, or to advertise with one of our podcasts, then email hello at Thanks for tuning in. Thanks.